Okay, so um, just kind of switching topics a little bit then. Um, one of the things uh, that that you've kind of brought to my attention, and again, you know, this, I've, I've noticed this as well, is that uh, a lot of the products uh, and solutions that are out there today are, are kind of heavily focused on detection and response. And I think that, um, and, and as you've mentioned here, I think it's been kind of prevalent since, or it's become more prevalent since kind of 2017, 2018. Um, but we're yeah. not really talking about protection uh, and prevention so much. So why do you think that that shift has started um, from around then? Yeah, you know, I, I think I think it's the the rise of highly public um, breaches and ransomware. I mean, that's that's when we're really seeing it hit mainstream news. You know, not just our news um, uh, in tech circles and on Reddit boards. We're actually seeing it now. You know, covered on on uh, cable television news networks, and and you know, it's it's moved into the public eye. And I, and I think that's, you know, led organizations to think more about um, response because response, you know, detection and response at that point in time was, was still in its, you know, early, early days. And um, I think it's received a lot of focus. Um, but I also, you know, the trend I'm seeing kind of since that 2017, 2018 timeframe is the discussion around protection and prevention has sidelined a lot. And I, I just read a, I just read a book that opened my eyes to it. Um, it's it's called A Vulnerable System by Andrew Stewart, and I highly recommend it for anyone in the cybersecurity industry. It's a it's a book about the kind of the history of cybersecurity, you know, from the early days of computing through now. And he he proposes in uh, near the end of that book that we have given up on protection because it's too complicated. It's, it's so complex. And, um, and instead, you know, started focusing predominantly on detection response, just because there's so many things coming at cybersecurity professionals or organizations, um, um, you know, all at once in, in, he isn't saying he isn't proposing that that's right. Um, he's just observing that that seems to be where, where the industry has gone. And I I think, you know, I think that you're seeing now in the industry, um, you know, the, the rise of things like, um, uh, uh, cloud workload protection, you know, is refocusing, um, or cloud posture management is refocusing on having to get kind of those fundamentals, right. So that your detect and response becomes more reasonable to manage. Um, I, th- I think we have to bring it back to a focus on protection and prevention. Um, you know, MDRs is really, or, or, or detection response is really, it's, it's one component of kind of three big layers of, of the security model. Uh, absolutely. I mean, we couldn't agree more. Um, I, I think that we, we, we quite often get into discussions around um, the capabilities and, and what we can do in order to detect uh, if data is leaving a company, for example, We're talking about DLP solutions and strategies. Uh, we obviously talk about ransomware all the time as well and understanding detection and response mechanisms for ransomware. But, you know, we, we should really be making sure that the systems and the, uh, I think you referred to it earlier as the the kind of attack surface, 
is completely minimalized. And we're talking about um, adopting a least privileged model. We're talking about ensuring that we don't have any unnecessary open shares. I mean, there, there is always, there is, and there always has been this kind of fine balance between business productivity and security, right? And we want to make things as easy to do as possible within the uh, organization with as less friction as possible. Um, but yeah, just just these kind of simple things like understanding if there are any stale accounts in, say, Active Directory, uh, making yeah. sure that if people, you know, we, we were talk- I was talking to someone the other day and their kind of strategy for ensuring that um, if they were in a migration project uh, and they were kind of the way that they were validating if people needed access to data before they ran the migration was to ask them <laughs> which, which was like everyone's gonna say yes to that right they're just they're gonna they're gonna say oh, I, I, I probably i might have used that document in the last six years yeah i still need that document but what we really need to do is be analyzing those permissions and and looking at that activity of those people and then consolidating this information to say look you know quite simply this guy hasn't accessed this document in the last six months he clearly doesn't need access to it you know so yeah you know, I, I, um, I have, a, I have several maxims I live by, but one of them, one of them I like to remind myself of as I'm, as I'm in these situations right here is that, you know, humans are really, really, we're, we're really good at like context. We're really good at kind of understanding a problem and why something exists and, and, and looking at it in unique ways and being creative and coming up with solutions, but we are entirely, um, inefficient and inconsistent. And, you know, humans just aren't consistent, period. It, but machines, their superpower is that they're really efficient and really consistent. And this is one of those moments where you have to, you know, with, with all things, if you can mix a human and a machine together, um, you usually can solve the problem. And so, you know, in that scenario, using machines to watch and understand user privilege and user access and what they actually need to get to, and then letting a human make decisions based on context of, that user may need to use that file one time in the next six years. Well, a human can make that decision once in those six years. Let the machine spend the other, you know, I don't know, I can't do the math really quickly, 1500 days, 1800 <laughs> days, you know, uh, ensuring that 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 access is not in place and that we are at least privileged. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. So kind of learning, uh, well, yeah, essentially assisted machine learning, but learning that user's behavior over a a kind of a period of time and then uh, making tweaks to the, uh, you know, just slightly adjusting uh, the the Mm -hmm. policies that are in place and kind of giving access as and when and then just assisting the machine uh, based upon our inputs. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. sense. 